0: Hello and welcome. I'm Manali Hirani, your host and creator of Fertility Education, shortly named as Fertility Ed. I launched this podcast with a mission, which is to educate people and share my knowledge about the subject of fertility. And by doing this, I believe that it will empower women to make an informed decision of their sex life and future family planning. And I'm pretty excited to bring you my next episode of podcast. Just to introduce myself again. I am a certified embryologist, hypnotherapist, natural family planning practitioner, and your fertility advisor. And I have had my presence in this field for over 10 years now. And I am using this platform to share my knowledge, experience, and empower you on your next step regarding fertility. I will be covering a range of topics through my podcast episode, which will educate you further to understand your own body and this broad field. And if you are one of those who are suffering from infertility, I want to tell you that you are not alone in this journey. And as a fertility advisor, I will try my best to educate you so we can keep your fertility health up to the mark. So let's learn, empower and inspire. Right then, here we go. Hello and welcome to another interesting episode. Now, we all know that average length of the menstrual cycle is 28 days, but This can vary between women from one cycle to the next and anywhere between 25 to 35 days are considered normal. Now, the length of menstrual cycle is calculated from the first day of the period to the day before the next period starts. I have discussed all the phases of menstrual cycle in my previous episode in detail. If you don't have much idea about the basics of menstrual cycle, then it's worth listening to those episodes. And just to mention over here some of the points, let me start. Now, many of you know that there are four main phases of menstrual cycle. Menstruation, follicular phase, ovulation and luteal phase. Each phase has its own significance. Today, we are going to talk about and concentrate on the luteal phase and its importance. The luteal phase of the menstrual cycle is one of the most important when it comes to fertility and conception. In fertility and conception, luteal phase is also known as days past ovulation. Shortly, it's DPO. I'm sure many of you must have read somewhere about um, I'm 5 DPO, I'm 6 DPO. It's like 5 days past ovulation. Now, those who have been listening to me, they might be knowing the entire process of the menstrual cycle. In menstrual cycle, the body begins to produce follicular stimulating hormone. This hormone stimulates the production of the follicles uh, on one of the ovaries and that follicle that contains eggs. When a follicle has adequately matured, a surge of luteinizing hormone causes the follicle to burst and release an egg. This is what we call as ovulation. Now the egg toes down the fallopian tubes towards the uterus and at this point fertilization of the egg may take place. When the follicle expels the egg, the follicle the empty follicle which is left that's what we call as corpus luteum. The corpus luteum is responsible for the hormone progesterone and during the luteal phase the progesterone facilitates the thickening of uterus, uh, uterus lining and the development of the blood vessels which gives the embryo a place to attach. Now during the luteal phase the corpus luteum will produce progesterone for approximately 12 to 16 days. Okay I have been too quick over here but some of you who might not be able to understand this process because i was so quick and for such and it was in such a short uh, way i have told it i would request you to go to my previous episodes and listen to the phases of the menstrual cycle in detail so you know and you understand so you know and you understand the basics of the menstrual cycle and the, and then these all episodes become so simple for you to understand so now we know that what is luteal phase the luteal phase is the last phase of the menstrual cycle starting from the time of ovulation until your period starts. Normally the luteal phase is about 14 days but can run from 10 to 16 days long. During this phase, production of hormone, estrogen and progesterone is increased. Sufficient amount of hormone is required to prepare the uterine lining or the implantation of infertilized fertilized egg. At the onset of this phase, a woman produces progesterone that is responsible for making a woman's body feel an increased temperature. And this we call as basal body temperature. Now, this is a natural mechanism of the body to create a fertile environment for the ovum. And the uterus undergoes physiological changes to sustain implantation and fetal development. The higher temperature acts like, like an incubator, which is an important in maturing of a fertilized egg if conception has occurred. If there is no fertilization, like if there is no conception, the uterine lining will shed and we call this onset of period now during conception the luteal phase will last for the entire term of pregnancy until the time of giving birth now the luteal phase begins on day 14 after the ovulation and continues throughout the menstrual cycle until the day one of your next period now this time in a woman's cycle which is between ovulation and the menstruation is called luteal phase Now, the luteal phase length usually remains same for uh, women. I mean, if you have 12 days luteal phase, it is most likely that for a really long, long time, you will have 12 days uh, luteal phase. But ovulation can delay. And there could be a number of factors due to the delayed ovulation. It could be medication, illness, stress, heavily increased activity, such as physical activity, could be many. But even if your ovulation period is delayed, if you know the length of your luteal phase, you will be still exactly be aware that when will be the expected period of your menstruation is. Now, we commonly hear this phrase that I have late periods. Well, this is a common complaint of most women. But if they were charting, they would know that it is actually their ovulation is delayed and uh, not their periods. It's it's really common to say that my periods are delayed. But uh, scientifically speaking, it's your ovulation del- delayed because your uh, your luteal phase won't delay because once you have ovulated there will be an exact number of luteal phase and then your periods will come so when we say that my periods are delayed is the phase before ovulation is delayed which means your ovulation is delayed but not your periods are delayed but now it's common for us to say is like you know my periods are delayed now since you know that how long your luteal phase should be ideally the luteal phase is around 10 to 16 days in length Now, when a luteal phase is less than 10 days, pregnancy cannot be sustained because there is not enough progesterone being produced. It is also considered a luteal phase defect. But some doctors believe that it is just luteal phase falls under 12 days. Then it's a problem. Well, if you conceive and if you have a luteal phase defect, you might have an early miscarriage. Luteal phase effect is one of the cause of infertility and one of the cause of miscarriage as well. Therefore, it is very important that you have a luteal phase of at least 12 days so that fertilized egg has sufficient time to implant before menstruation begins. Now, for some women, 10 to 11 days are considered borderline, but anything under that is problematic. And full 14 days is ideal to build up a uterine lining enough to sustain a pregnancy. There are types of luteal phase defect which I won't discuss now. However, the important thing to remember is we require 12 to 16 days of luteal phase and enough of progesterone to maintain pregnancy but sadly you know often doctors don't look into the luteal phase defect in patients who are trying to conceive naturally and that's really upsets me because it is such a common thing but yet there are so many doctors out there who don't uh, look into these and who probably are not even i would say who are not even uh, aware about this defect and if you go and even if you go to the doctor and if you tell them that i think i have a luteal phase defect they will give you just cold look like they it's like they don't understand what you're talking about, and it's really upset me. And for the people who are trying to conceive naturally, it further causes frustration, stress, and delaying pregnancy. And even if they conceived with luteal phase defect, there would be high chances of miscarriage due to low progesterone and poor endometrial lining. So it's really important that you look into your luteal phase, irrespective if you're trying of, irrespective if you're trying pregnancy or not, because luteal phase defects have also an uh, uh, impact on the other parts of the body that I might cover later. Now, what are the symptoms of luteal phase defect? A short menstrual cycle, low progesterone, disrupted basal body temperature after ovulation, and odd symptoms such as, um. During neutral phase could be a low back pain, bleeding and loose stools. Well, these are these are like uh, symptoms of neutral phase defect, but we often ignore these symptoms and we don't look into it until we are trying to get pregnant. So it's really important to chart your cycle. Now, neutral phase defect is a common problem to a lot of women when it comes to getting pregnant. Many women want to overcome a short neutral phase and they want to solve it in a natural way. While a luteal phase defect can be a very serious problem when it comes to preven- uh, getting pregnant until it is fixed. And the good news over here is that in most cases, it can be helped by the natural therapies. Now, luteal phase defect and low progesterone level can be treated naturally. There are several factors which can cause luteal phase defect and the most common is low progesterone. Progesterone is an important hormone needed for preserving the uterine lining and pregnancy during the first trimester. In the event where a woman's pro- progesterone production did not reach the optimal level during the important stage in her cycle, luteal phase effect may occur. Women who want to get pregnant but have a short luteal phase are often treated with progesterone therapy. There are a couple of over-the-counter remedies as well that you can, can look for such as vitamin B6. Now the regular intake of vitamin B6 along with uh, other uh, B complex, B vitamin complex will help to lengthen the lutein phase. A lot of women has reported a lengthen luteal phase after supplementing with the vitamin B6. Uh, you can also find this vitamin B6 in tuna, bananas, turkey, liver, salmon, those who are non-vegetarian. It's really good uh, for them to have these, uh, have these in your diet to increase your vitamin B6. And also there are many greens out there for vegan. Uh, even they can include vitamin B6 by including some greens in their diet. But make sure to use vitamin B6 in conjunction with a vitamin B complex or multivitamin to avoid causing any other imbalances. Now one of the most common treatment for lengthening a woman's luteal phase is to use a progesterone cream. Found over the counter, natural progesterone cream should be used twice a day on the inner arm, inner thigh or neck after ovulation has occurred until the period begins. The other option could be Clomid or progesterone suppository. Clomid is taken orally as prescribed by the doctors and progesterone suppositories are taken through vagina after the ovulation until either day 14 post ovulation or at some point weeks later during a pregnancy if pregnancy has occurred. Apart from that, there are herbal remedies which have been proven really helpful when it comes to luteal phase, and that is, and that is Vitex agnus castus, which is otherwise also known as chestberry. This is a small fruit tree grown in Mediterranean. Vitex can be has been Vitex has been used for centuries to treat all sorts of female issues, including infertility. Studies have shown that this herb is effective in lengthening the luteal phase. You can find this Vitex herbal medicine. Uh, It's quite common. I think you probably get an Amazon, but you just need to do your own research before taking it and obviously speak to your doctor as well. Now, what diet you should be taking? Diet, rich in vitamin C, essential fatty acids, and green leafy vegetables are important. And in all of these, the most important one is cholesterol from eggs, coconut oil, and fats from organic and grass-fed animals. Because cholesterol is necessary for hormone production. So, avoid eating a low-fat diet. Instead, start eating good fat diet and make sure to eat a diet that includes a whole fat sourced from the grass-fat animal products because it's really important. Cholesterol is really important in uh, making hormones and good cholesterol makes good hormones. Antioxidants can also help with luteal phase. It is believed that oxidative stress damages and influences a woman's fertility during her reproductive years and maybe cause a luteal phased effect and there are so many be- and, and there are so many other benefits of antioxidants on fertility so anyway they should be your every so anyway they should be a part of every couple's fertility program and if you look into my episode where i talk about preconception healthcare, i have also stressed on antioxidant a lot because it's really beneficial when trying to pregnant while well, trying to get pregnant Now, there are various ways to diagnose luteal phase problems and can be treated with medications or injections. You can chart your cycles for three months to be sure and also to go for the blood test, which is a pool progesterone test to know the adequate level of progesterone. Endometrial biopsy is also one of the uh, tests that you can go for, which can check the thickness of the lining of uterus. If you're trying to conceive, you should look into it. And if you're not, you can still ignore it. We are not claiming that treating luteal phase defect would guarantee a pregnancy. However, this can be one of the factors that you can rule out if you're trying to conceive. And trust me, I have seen so many patients who have no issues, no complex fertility issues, but they are just not able to get pregnant because of the luteal phase defect. And they have been just going from clinic to clinic, doctors to doctors who have no answers for them. And when they start digging deep and when they come to know that the cause of their infertility is luteal phase defect, which can be treated by natural therapies, oh my God, you should see their reactions. So over here, my message would be, please look into your cycles and charting your cycle is your best bet. Now, what can affect luteal phase cycles? Birth control is one of the most common thing to affect the luteal cycles. Um, it works to suppress the production of hormones that is important for getting pregnant. As a result, the body is not suitable for pregnancy. However, if the use of birth control is discontinued, some women develop problems in increasing the hormone levels back to a high amount that is enough to result in pregnancy. Well, in this condition, you may consult a doctor. He may prescribe you um, some other synthetic hormone to bring the hormone back to a normal level. Now, neutral phase defect or short luteal phase is a controversial entity that has been variously defined over years. There are a number of potential causes for luteal uh, phase effect, all of which are associated with inadequate progesterone secretion throughout the luteal phase which impairs the endometrial development and in thus thought to cause infertility. However, the relationship between infertility and luteal phase defect is complex. But luckily, luteal phase defect can often be easily remedied with the therapies that I just talked about. But all we want from your side is to be aware of your cycle. And you should start asking yourself some couple of questions. Is your luteal phase less than 12 days long? Or do you have vaginal spotting before you get your menstrual bleed? Or have you noticed a slow or low rise um, on your basal body temperature? Or have you had a vaginal ultrasound just prior to ovulation to document an adequate thick endometrium? Has the doctor taken a blood test to evaluate your progesterone levels like midway between the ovulation and your menstrual cycle? Because the timing of the progesterone hormone test should be considered and it is crucial. Or if you have had any endometrial biopsy, was it done after day 21 in your cycle? And was there any lag when you were being treated for uh, luteal phase defect? Or have you been on clomiphene? Because sometimes doctor evaluated your, your, your luteal phase, but clomiphene, the clomid, can sometimes thin the endometrial lining of the uterus. Sometimes it does. and But there are new tests uh, to evaluate the uterine lining during the luteal phase, uh, which includes a Doppler ultrasound and the evaluation of the integrins in the endometrial tissues all of these questions that you need to ask yourself and talk with your doctor about all the tests that is available to make sure to just rule out that you don't have luteal phase defect because luteal phase defect as we know is where there is an abnormality in endometrial development now when a suspected luteal phase defect occurs the secretion of progesterone by the ovary is below normal or the endometrium isn't responding to the normal stimulation of the progesterone the luteal phase defect are associated with both infertility and early miscarriage. Most providers will also diagnose for luteal phase defect through conducting um, out-of-phase biopsies that is usually two days prior to the suspected start of the menstruation. Well, there are many things you can do but only if you have knowledge about this or only if you know that how crucial it is. Now since you have heard this episode now you know all about the luteal phase effect I would urge you that even if you're trying for pregnancy or not just have a look just have a look at your cycle and to start with I would really recommend to start charting your cycle because by charting your cycle you'll understand that that when is your ovulation and how long is your luteal phase and if you have any concerns about the luteal phase of course you can first try out these natural remedies if nothing works go and speak to your doctor because because it is really common infertility factors and most doctors ignore them. But now you have this important piece of information and I'm sure you won't ignore these symptoms. Okay, so this was all for today. I hope this information was uh, helpful to you. If you think it has helped you in any way, I would really urge you to rate, review and subscribe this podcast and share it with your friends. So this is all I have for you today. Hope you enjoy it take home a fair bit of knowledge and thank you so much for listening i would highly appreciate if you can please leave your reviews feedback suggestions and questions if you have any i would love to hear from you so you can drop us an email on info at fertilityed.com you can also follow me on instagram facebook and youtube on the name of fertility ed i would urge you to share this knowledge among your friends and relatives be it girls or boys doesn't matter, just spread the word and awareness. And yeah, don't forget to subscribe. See you next time. Until then, stay fertile, stay healthy. Bye bye.